This is the Jake and Joe Show, bringing variety to your week every Wednesday. Welcome back to episode 26 of the Jake and Joe Show, featuring Joe and Jake. We got a great action-packed episode for you this week. We are back to our two-mic setup. Uh, we spent an hour and a half messing with the settings and making it sound as good as we possibly could. Mm-hmm. There's still some kinks we're working out. I'm taking down notes, making sure everything is good. We are going to perfect this bad boy, and these episodes are going to sound so good. So crisp. Ooh, ooh. So clear. So, discussion. We're going to do our season one segment discussion we're gonna bring that back for this episode i know we kind of have a bit of a discussion anyways every episode um but we're we're topicking topicking giving this one a topic we're top picking top top picking no- normally so far for this season we've just kind of off the cuff talked about some stuff uh but we've picked a topic we want to talk about paranormal occurrences in our day-to-day life uh i feel like jake's probably gonna have more on that than i do We'll see. We'll, I'm sure we'll have a good maybe, discussion maybe. on that. Then we'll go into Song of the Week, like we always do, right in the middle of our show. Give you a chance to take a break if you want. Uh, grab a cup of water. Grab a donut. You know, That's exciting. Grab a cup of water. Yeah, that's 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 big boy league. That That's big boy stuff. Uh, and then we're going to get into – we're going to do our writing prompt this week. Uh, we got a good one planned for you. Uh, some guns, some burner cell phones, and uh, passports involved. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes. Action packed. It's going to be a good episode. Also, if you guys haven't noticed already, I think it goes. I think I can speak for both of us when uh, I say that we have a lot more energy than we normally do because this is just after noon on a Wednesday. Weird, right? Weird. This is the first time this has ever happened. I had a doctor's appointment this morning, and it just didn't make sense for me to head all the way back to it. <laughs> Is this how it's going to be, Brain? Is this how it's going to be for this episode? It didn't make sense for me to head all the way back to Augusta for just a short afternoon. Um, so I, I took the day, and uh, we're recording an episode during the daylight. It's yeah. weird. I, I know I have the window covered. Let's uncover that. Oh, actually. ouch. What? There's daylight? It burns. Uh, so, yeah. Um We'll have some more energy. I think it'll be, I think it'll be good. Yeah. No, normally, like you know, I'm excited to record, but I'm so tired by the end of the day <laughs> that I'm just like laid back and. But now I can't help but to smile. You're barely just, sitting like, in your chair. You're like in bouncing my chair, around. Like, uh... This is crazy. I've never seen you like this. I love this. <laughs> I know. I don't think they they have heard me like this. I'm so... either depressed or like mediocre energy. <laughs> so paranormal. Oh wait, we wanted to. We had some light stuff we wanted to talk about. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, let's do do some light stuff. Joe, what, I have an announcement to make. My co-host is a year older. Yesterday. Oh, uh, yesterday was my birthday. Oh man! Happy birthday to me! Happy birthday, Joe! I've never been. I've never been a huge, uh, a huge birthday guy, and that, uh, that that comes as a disappointment to my family and my wife and everyone around me because they all want to celebrate my birthday or whatever, and I'm just more content to hang out and do nothing. I kind of like that because you have the ability to be like, hey, this is what I want to do, nothing. Right. This is my or, birthday. Yeah. But they don't see it that way. They see it as, yeah, but we want to celebrate you, so we get to do what we want to so do. So have them take you out to eat, huh? To yeah. your favorite place? Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> if they want to, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've just I've I I don't hate my birthday. I mean, I'm not that I'm not someone who's like, nah, this is stupid. I, I hate my birthday. No one's to celebrate their birthdays because no, I don't <laughs> agree with that. I just I don't like it being. I don't like a big deal being made out of it. I don't like a party. I don't like anything like that. I just like laid back, chill, relax. Well, it was your twenty third, so it's just not really exciting because nothing new happens. Yeah. Well, there isn't really anything exciting that happens from now on. After your twenty first birthday, you're pretty much. Yeah. There's pretty much no well, more exciting. Twenty five is cool. You get to rent a car, right? I can rent cars. What are you talking about? I can rent cars. I just have to pay additionally. Oh, <laughs> young renters fee. Oh, I had no idea that was a thing. Yep, over Sweet. over uh, eighteen, you can rent as in a. They'll just charge you like a renters fee. For yeah. That. 
cool. I guess 30, 40, 50, 60, those birthdays are kind of cool because they're right. – You're a decade ten. older. Yeah, exactly. Know? But other than that, I mean, they're not really that big a deal. Right. I have, I have like – this October, I'm going to be 27, man. I am That's closer so to 30 than 20. How's that feel? Does, that, does it really sink in at all? I, it, I think it, it sinks in because looking back, it makes a lot of sense who I am at 20 and who I am now is a lot different, or at least I feel it's a lot different. So by the time I'm 30, I, I feel like that's it, man. If I'm not <laughs> an adult by then, then we have problems. Well, you know, 30 isn't even that old. So if you're not fully adult yet, 30 is the mean, new 15. And, and they always say that once you reach adulthood, you realize that, you know, as a kid, you thought adults had it all figured out and they knew what they were doing. But then when you hit being an adult you realize yeah. that no adults have any idea what they're doing so I, I feel like 30 even if you don't feel like you're not acting like a kid who cares you're only 30 <laughs> right well, this kind of ties into what i wanted to talk about real quick on light is by the time i'm 30 with how my school schedule is right now i'm going to graduate a two-year program when i'm 29 i think so if I wanted to do continue and do a four-year program, I'm going to be 31. And I remember being in school the first time around at uh, 19 and then seeing the people who are my age now and being like, wow, I can't, like, why are they here? Why did they wait so long? But they were the ones who were the most driven and they did the right, most right. work. And yeah. now that I'm in their shoes, I can totally because, see why. It's because when you're younger, you're doing you go to school because that's what you're told you have exactly. to do. Exactly. When you're older, you realize that it's a choice, so you're doing it because you want to. You that's and very that makes true. A world of difference right there. It's it's a huge difference. I'm actually excited. And I got the first taste of that um I, a couple of weeks ago, I think. Maybe it was a couple months ago now when I took the AccuPlacer test. It was inside an actual classroom, and I was the first one there. And I get to choose my seat, and I sat down and got everything ready. And lining up your pencils, taking no, out your and I did, and I was like, I'm the nerd. Little pencil box. I, I'm that nerd right now on the first day of school, <laughs> and I'm just like sitting in my seat all patiently and like happy. And oh boy, people, <laughs> oh man, I get to take <laughs> a test great. today. <laughs> I hope I get a 100. <laughs> um, and the people were trickling in, and I just got this sense of nostalgia for class and i was i i was smiling and i was just so excited and <laughs> i'm almost ready to get back you're sitting in the you chair know? with your hands folded on your desk as people are walking in and you're just looking <laughs> hello. at them smiling like hello welcome <laughs> to class hello fellow students <laughs> this is gonna be fun <laughs> ways to make or ways to not make friends 101 yeah right um oh yeah so what i wanted to say is that i was scheduled to go to school this fall but I spoke with the person in charge of admissions the other day. We had an appointment, and she was uh, telling me that it's probably best after I spoke with her about what's going to happen with my time off with surgery and recovery. Uh, she said it was probably going to be best if I waited until January semester to you know come at it with a great experience all recovered. And yeah. as much as it kind of sucks and it hurts my pride a little bit because I've set my life up in the past two, three years so that I'm able to go back to school and that's actually kind of difficult to do yeah. i'm very fortunate to have the situation i'm in right now where i can do that right um but everything's all good i mean i got my acceptance deferred so that just means my spot is guaranteed in january that's cool. so i'm officially like ready to go and i'm very excited i just have to wait a little longer yeah nothing wrong with that yeah so what did you i mean back to your birthday because i kind of hijacked that did you do anything? Um, no, not really. Um, I, I, uh, part of my birthday gift was the CPU cooler that's on my, that's in my computer now, and uh, she, she got that for me and gave it to me at the beginning of July. Michaela. So yes. Oh, nice. So I had already gotten my main gift from her, you know, a month ago. Um, so yeah, we didn't really, we didn't do anything. Um. Uh, she like I was telling you, I think before we started recording, she made me a small ice cream cake, which is what I had. I said, if you're going to make me a cake, I'd like an ice cream cake because I'm not a cake person. Yeah, I'm an ice cream guy. So she made me an awesome. It's so good. Oh, it's ice cream sandwiches with Cool Whip in between the ice cream sandwiches and then peanut butter and Reese's on the top. That sounds really good. It's delish. 
Um, she also she got me some, and I'm gonna have to get up, so you're not gonna hear me very well. But she got me. Uh, remember this closet? Remember how destroyed this closet was? Yes. It was messy. Whoa! Wow. So we went and got this together, this rack. Yeah. And then on my birthday, she surprised me with these little guys here to hold different screws and stuff like that. And I went through all my tools and I reorganized it. Ignore that box up there full of wires. For you listeners, this closet was like, it was like the catch-all for the random odds and ends. We all have it. So no offense, Joe. But looking at it, remembering how it was now and looking at it, or remembering how it was then and looking at it now, you guys put a lot of work. That must have taken quite a while. three or four hours to do all Yeah. That looks um, nice. There, there, before, like, I if I wanted to get to this toolbox, I'd have to like take a ton of stuff out of the closet to get to it. Yeah. Buried on the bottom. It's got its own shelf. I can get to everything. Nothing's buried. It's all easy to get to. This on honestly made my birthday right there. Yeah. This feels so good. Oh yeah. I was getting so discouraged by the way my tools were. So. Feels it's good. always in the back of your mind. If you're in here and you just happen to look over at the closet, it's just <laughs> something that you think like, oh, that's all. Yeah. That's messy. Being. Being, uh, oh, let me get back over here. Being poor. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. You, you, oh, yes, I know. I know that <laughs> feeling. I know poor. Uh, you do a lot of work on your own vehicle and, and, and you repair the car yourself when you can. Um, so I get into my, that closet a lot to grab tools to go work on my car. And I was just, I get so aggravated because I'd have to unbury all my tools to get to them and take them out and it was a pain to put them back and sometimes I wouldn't so this room would get messy and blah 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 I don't have to worry about that anymore for this it's it's a little thing but it's it's nice so mm-hmm. I'm glad that I'm glad that we did that speaking of working on cars oh yeah your uh, car situation <laughs> let's go into that I feel like every five or six episodes <laughs> is like hey here's how my car's messed up this time <laughs> well I was filling up on fuel Monday night and everything was normal. You know, I, I put the, um, what would you call it? The, the filler, the nozzle, the nozzle. Yes. (laughs) The nozzle, put the the nozzle in the gas tank. And I, I, you know, I cranked it all the way up, put the auto thing down and I'm listening. Oh, you're one of those people. Of course. Why wouldn't you? I don't know. I don't, I don't <laughs> oh, use it. Oh, I thought you were like I thought you were serious. <laughs> oh. Um well, I was listening and I was like, "Hey, I, I feel like I hear the gas hitting the tank a lot louder than normal." And I'm like, "Wait, is that is that hitting the pavement?" I looked down, there's a flood of gas that hit my shoes and started like enveloping around me. I'm like, "Oh crap." So I stopped that. I looked down, everything's just like leaking down. <laughs> so I would say about 25% of what I pumped actually got into my tank. Luckily, I only pumped, I would say, two or three gallons before oh, I realized. That yeah. would have sucked. Um, and I got home, and uh, my dad looked at it, and he was saying it looks like a gas strap, a gas tank strap had rusted out or fallen out in some way, and there's friction now on a hose that's in between the fill, the filler nozzle yep and the gas tank itself so it's created friction and right. it kind of burst that hose yep yeah so now I, it sucks too because i uh um i have to borrow vehicles now for the next week and this week is so busy of course because <laughs> i'm watching someone <laughs> else's house in norwich yeah yeah it's it's rugged but you'll get through it oh yeah we're good all right let's go right into discussion guys as Joe mentioned, we were going to talk about paranormal activity that we've witnessed or we've claimed to have witnessed or have felt. Um, I know me personally, I like to put myself in situations where I would feel fear or anything like that in the sense of, um, not in the sense of, but for example, reading No Sleeps on Reddit, I love feeling scared. Uh, and I do have a couple of stories we'll it's get to It's a weird thing to love. It's so weird that you love feeling scared. I think, honestly, like if, if I went to a psychiatrist and asked that, I almost feel like they would probably say ask something. I, I'd ask, you know, why is it that I am attracted to being afraid? Okay. And I'm wondering if it has anything to do with the fact that I don't really feel emotional extremes. I, 
you know so, and i think being afraid <laughs> is the most extreme Going back to that yeah <laughs> i feel like being afraid is one of the most extreme feelings that i i get because it's yeah. more of a physical response yeah and I, i've had this thought and have thought about it quite a bit and i think that's probably what is the reasoning but how do you feel about this kind of thing joe i know but for listeners sake have you ever had any experiences that you well, could deem paranormal Here's the thing. I You have. Aha. Uh-huh. How do I want to ex- How do I want to explain this? Um You think I'm stupid. I don't, That's what you're trying to say. I don't but <laughs> I think you're dumb. <laughs> I'd have no respect for you. <laughs> now, I just I don't believe in in uh ghosts or anything like that. Um so finding myself in paranormal par- See, you've never experienced it, so you don't even know how to say it. Exactly. Yeah. Finding myself in paranormal situations isn't anything that I'm ever like paying attention to or trying to see, you know, I don't, I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't believe in that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, I am not, I'm, I'm not, I'm a religious person. So like, I, I believe in like angels and that type of thing, but I don't, I don't believe in like who is a spooky ghost that just closed that door or ooh the cup fell off the table a spooky ghost must have pushed it off the table or right. any, I don't I don't believe in that type of thing. I believe that uh if angels are going to intervene with humans they're going to do it discreetly and not obviously. I just I don't know. Paranormal. Listen to me. <laughs> Throw a cup on the ground. Exactly. I just I don't know. I don't so saying that I have any paranormal experiences, I don't know that I do. Which well, is why I think you're gonna have a lot more to say on this than me because I don't know what I can say. I don't know what's I don't have any stories to tell. All right. Well, for me, I know that all of it was in my own head, either completely fabricated or because of um, drugs. Not 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 a bad. What drug, are you listeners. doing, Molly? <laughs> is no. it is it acid? You'll see. LSD. You'll what see. is it? Jake? <laughs> None of that kind of stuff. <laughs> But, you know, even even when you're in outside in the dark. Wait a minute. Is, okay, it, the, even, is it the devil's lettuce? <laughs> no, none of that devil's <laughs> lettuce. None of that. Uh, even when you're in the dark. I'm 26, guys. I'm 26, almost 27. And when I get home in the dark, I run inside. <laughs> really? If I'm by myself. Why? If I'm not, I play it cool and pretend I'm not freaked out. Because I put myself in situations where... I feel fear, so I think my tolerance it almost like it almost goes down because my body's used to being in that state now, almost or it wants to be. Yeah. So in the back of my mind, I'm just like, oh man, my imagination goes wild. For instance, where I'm living right now, you pull into the driveway, and there's like this one lone street lamp, and that's the only source of light once the lights inside my car goes out, which is right. why I run to the door. <laughs> And behind me, as I'm running towards my door, is just like woodline. So I'm like, oh, what if, what if Slenderman's back there and he's like chasing after me? Or, <laughs> Someone's gonna get me. Yeah, actually, you know, when I was a, a little kid, I would say, uh, eight or nine years old, I went ATV riding with my older cousin. I was riding in the back, and see, this is what my imagination does. I instantly started thinking, oh, what if Chucky was chasing us? That would and it just created some sort of interesting, scary, exciting. You're weird. Moment <laughs> where kids. I always have to do stuff like that. I do that right. all the time, even when I'm driving, or not when I'm driving, but when I'm a passenger in a vehicle. Yeah. You know how people think of, or people do their fingers and like pretend they're yeah, running yeah, on the yeah, guardrails. Yeah. I think that there's someone chasing us, killing us, <laughs> that want to kill us. And so it's weird. just where my brain goes, and that's why. Um. I have a couple stories, which I kind of just uh, told vague ones. But one particular one, when I actually thought I saw, and I did see, but it was kind of like in my own head. When I was really young, I was sick. And I had a fever. Because of the devil's lettuce? No. (laughs) Yes. I was like seven. I was smoking so (laughs) much weed. I'm way better now, guys. I'm way down to a pound a day. Pound a day. Wow, you rival Snoopy Dog Snoop, know, Snoop right? Doggy Dog. <laughs> um So I was in my bed and I I woke up and I was a little woozy and I saw 
an old man in a bowler cap standing at the foot of my bed looking at me, clear as day. I saw that, and even though I know he's not a ghost, like in real life, I know that my my own mind fabricated right. that image that I saw. Yeah. It still freaks you out. Still freaks me out. So I started yelling for my parents. My parents come running up the stairs. And the weirdest thing that happened is that once they started coming up the stairs, the old man ran into my closet. You so, might, you might have even been dreaming. It might have been like, you know, there there's lucid dreaming. You could have been. Yeah, it like, could have been, been something, something like, that. like that. You could have been in a lucid dream. But I think it was brought on because of a fever or something. Right. I was like right. in this weird I, I think, sleep I, state. I think you are more likely to lucid dream when you're when, when you have a fever. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a known thing. So maybe maybe that was it or something. It, it, I mean, that's probably what it was. There has to be an explanation for it. Possibly. Yeah, there was you this didn't one actually time. see. Yeah, I know that there wasn't an actual cap. old man in a bowler cap, which is weird. <laughs> I feel like I was playing a lot of Pokemon at the time, and I think in the original Pokemon series, for you people who have played it, if you remember the gentleman who has Growlithe all the time uh, yes. on the SSN, I think I just fabricated an image of him because I, when I remember it, it's just the gentleman from Pokemon. And it's so weird. That's so um, <laughs> you were probably sick in bed playing a bunch of Pokemon. Yeah. Fell asleep, went into a lucid dream, saw Bowler Man, and you're like, it's a ghost. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then I'll just I'll just say one more thing. About 2013, I was living with my best friend and his wife, and they were even heavier thrill seekers than I were. Wow. Um. Won't get into that, but one example is they would like to go into houses that were supposedly haunted or at least go around them or try to get in them before we freaked ourselves out. And I was invited to come along. I was too scared at first, but I was like, I got to do it. I got to do it. So we drive down. I think it was in Athens. It was like the middle of nowhere, man. I've never driven down a road with so few buildings. I'm not exaggerating when I say this was a dead-end road, and it was the last house on this dead-end road Okay. in the forest, and it was in shambles. People were saying that they're, that transients lived there. Um, logical people were saying that transients lived there, but the people who wanted it to be ghosts were like, yeah, it's just haunted. <laughs> uh, so they got out. This is like 11, 11.30 at night. They get out and started walking towards the house, and they're like, Jake, you coming? And I'm thinking, well, if I don't, then I'm just – in a vehicle by myself, I think guess I'd rather go with them. So I'm just like 10 paces behind. My best friend, he gets so close to the house, and then all of a sudden he just like starts bolting it back to the vehicle. So I don't even ask questions. I get back in the vehicle. Uh, once we're all in, he's like, I'm like, why'd you do that? What'd you see? Did you see anything? And he's like, yeah. I saw... Uh, the glint of eyes in the mirror in the basement or something like that. 10 feet from the building. (laughs) He was very close, but, um, there was this part where it was kind of broken through and he saw the reflection of something that looked like eyes and he freaked out and ran the other way. So like, obviously it's not a, no, we didn't, we never went in. We were too scared, (laughs) but that's, that's the story. Yeah. And, and I'm trying to explain that, like, we knew that it wasn't an actual ghost. Right, But we like right. putting ourselves in a situation where that possibility exists and we get scared. We we used to do that quite often. And now I'm, you know, I just play it minor. I just stick to uh, no, no sleep on Reddit. Yeah. I think, I mean, I, I've done that whole thing before where you're in the you're in the dark and you see a shadow of something and you freak out and think, what's there? So you flip on the light and it's just a coat rack throwing a reflection or a shadow on the wall or whatever. Mm -hmm. Everyone's done that. I've done that. Right. But if I'm like, if it's midnight and it's completely blackout and I'm walking from my car to the house, no lights on or anything. You don't even think for a second? For a split second, I'll be like, maybe there's something behind me and I'll get that urge to like run to the door. But then I'm like, no, don't be an idiot. There's (laughs) nothing behind you. What? So I'll turn around or, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't even necessarily. And then you get stabbed. (laughs) Yeah, right. I, I don't even necessarily turn around because I know there's nothing behind me. I know for 
absolute certainty there's nothing there. So I just casually walk in. I mean, I've never, I don't you know. know. If I set up surveillance footage, I bet if I played it back, you'd just like run screaming in the house, <laughs> playing all tough like uh, this. Like one of those, I can see it as a horror movie now. Like some, some guy gets out of his car, starts to walk to his house, has a thought that something's behind him chasing him, but he's like, no, nah, there's nothing behind me. He comes inside, sits down at his computer, turns on his uh, outdoor surveillance, and he watches himself walk to the building, and there's something walking right behind him the entire Ooh. way. Ooh, that would be sketchy. That could be creepy. And that could then, be a writing prompt. That could be pretty cool. That could be yeah. pretty cool. But yeah. No, I don't I don't think I've ever had any experiences to note. I don't have anything to say. Yeah. There was what's that drug you take? This is what I was talking about with drugs. What's that drug you the take? The devil's lettuce, Jake. Oh no, it's melatonin. It's the devil's, it's the devil's lettuce. That you take to fall asleep. Oh, I don't I don't have no idea. Is it melatonin? I have no idea. Cuz it's naturally existing in your own body. I yeah. think it's melatonin. But for people who have a hard time falling asleep, sometimes they'll take a supplement of melatonin to okay. assist their body into falling to sleep. Yeah. But if you fight that urge with melatonin, you get really kind of almost tired, drunk, and your reality kind of... That's weird. So, like, is that the stuff that's in, like, NyQuil? That type of thing? Is that what you're no, talking about? No. I, I don't think melatonin's in NyQuil. Huh. Melatonin is, is just, like, a supplement, but it, it increases your body's natural just ability to fall asleep. So if you take it and then and stay fight awake... And it, it, it acts little weird we should so, do that as a science experiment and see what see if we have any parent like oh, we could take a bunch of it it sounds like we're taking drugs kids, jake and but joe that... show after hours <laughs> we're not taking drugs Pop it's a supplement. pills take some melatonin and then like go sit at the campfire mm. and like fight falling asleep and see if we like we're stuck in the woods it's gonna get us we gotta get out of here <laughs> the next morning comes our bodies are in the fire just like burned to a crisp uh, See, that's where my brain goes. Immediately, no wonder, you right? just assumed us like throwing ourselves in the fire and dying. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Song of the Week. Let's do it. What did you bring for us today, Joe? <laughs> we just sat in silence for like 10 seconds deciding who should, uh, who should intro the segment. I think it should have been me, but... Well, you, you took too long, Yeah, I man. took too long. <laughs> <laughs> I missed my opportunity. Dang it. What did I bring? I brought a rap song, a hip-hop song. Uh, it's from a group that was popular back in the early 2010s. I'd say 2009, 2010, that that time. And um, he, they released two albums, and that was it. They didn't release anything else. The name of the artist is Chitty Bang. He had his producer, I believe his name was Zafu or Zafoon. I can't remember exactly what it was. Uh, but they they released uh, a few. They were they had a few bigger songs. Uh, they did opposite of adults, which was sampling the song "Kids" by MGMT. They did a song "Mind Your Manners" featuring Icona Pop, which which was a pretty good one. Um, he had a Ch- Chitty Bang had a lot of really good tracks, and I liked his music a lot. So when he dropped he dropped off the face of the planet basically and stopped making music, I was pretty I was pretty disappointed. Um, but he's recently started making music again. I don't believe he's with the same producer anymore or the same uh dj um and his music is a lot different it's fits the mold of like current day hip-hop and i just i don't like it at all it's radio hip-hop and i i just don't like it so this is from one of his this is from his second album i believe came out in 2011 or something like that it's from the album breakfast and the name of the track is ray charles here's a snippet I'm feeling like Ray Charles. I got my shades on. I don't know where they are. You couldn't find me even if you had a radar. And I spit rapidly, aka. I make the music with the soul of the blind man. They be amazed how I get them ladies to climb in. And they try to do it, but they're blind to the fact that they're just stuck in the trap but staying right where they at. But I'm Ray Charles. Miss A calls. What'd you think? I love it, dude. The only song I had heard from Chitty Bang before was Opposite of Adults. I'd say that's definitely their most popular Yes, track. it is. It's their top song on Spotify. Yeah, but I love the way it sounds. Um, I can totally see how losing that producer would completely change it. Absolutely. You, he, and I... Uh, uh, 
No, I, I agree with that. Um, the producer, a lot of his tracks have a very similar sound. Not similar, but like a style about them. Opposite of adults. Uh, well, the other one I was saying, hand, hand claps and guitars, a popular one. Ray Charles. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bunch of songs that have that very like fun, colorful, poppy type sound. Yeah, I think colorful too. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good way to describe his style or their style, I should say. So it was disappointing when they stopped making music. Um, but yeah, good stuff. Uh, the album is Breakfast, and it's really good. So go give it a listen. Jake, what do you got for us? Okay, so we're going to bring it back to about 2012, was it? 2012, uh, Two, beginning of the year. 2012. Uh, when I was working at New Balance, my friends Justin and Skyler, uh, we would all listen to a bunch of music together. We'd all you know, bring in some new artists, get each other pumped up for it, and soon enough we were all listening to the same music. I think it was my buddy Skyler who brought Time Flies to our attention and what they do is um, they have did. Their, what they did. They don't do this anymore. They don't do time well, flies anymore. They I do, mean, I'm sorry. They don't do their own music or they still make their own tracks. Originals. I, I thought you were going to be talking about time flies Tuesday. Oh no. I mean, I am specifically, but time flies themselves. Yeah. Um, they make their own original music, but what they used to do is what Joe's saying is they did this thing called time flies Tuesday where they covered a popular song and in my opinion a lot of times made it better or added a really cool fresh spin his voice is really good he's a great singer and he's a good rapper too yeah he's got it both and the beats that they put behind it is so good uh one that really caught my eye or i guess caught my ear is wild ones by time flies so let's play that snippet Gotta be the man when they hit him out van, might check one too. Shut him down in the club with a playboy does till they get loose, loose after battle. We all get bent in again tomorrow. Gotta break loose, cause it's the motto. Club shuts down a hundred supermodels. Hey, I heard you were a wild one. Ooh, if I took you home, it'd be a home run. Yeah, so I, I'm a huge fan. It just I think I never would have thought to take a song like that and slow it down. Right. But it sounds so good, especially towards the end. Um, he slows it down even further. Uh, I can't remember what the lyrics are. But if you listen to the song, you look it up, you listen towards the end, I just think that's just the apex of the whole thing, and it's just fantastic. The... The Time Flies Tuesday, it's not always covers of other songs. Uh, it's a lot of – sometimes it'll be freestyle raps. Oh, yeah, they'll pick uh, with words out of hats the, and yeah, stuff. Sometimes I was hats. wondering if those were staged. I'm um, not I'm not doubting. They, they I kind of am to, doubting his skills in, because it's kind of unbelievable. In but. the older ones, when they would pull the item out of the hat, they mm-hmm. would show the camera. They would show Cal, which is his name, and then they would show the camera so you could – tell that it wasn't staged well what if everything in that hat was that word because they also had videos where they would show a group of people sitting around writing stuff tearing it up and throwing it in the hat a lot of things could happen in between those videos i just have my doubts i guess if it it, maybe if i could (laughs) find one or it was one continuous take (laughs) that's a possibility but i mean regardless (laughs) they always sounded really good yeah under the sea under the sea oh his but he changed it so good so good yeah he used to like like Time Flies Tuesday implies is they would release an original track every single Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, but then they kind of got a little more popular. They had a radio track, uh, and uh, they kind of sold out a little bit, and they don't really do Time Flies Tuesday anymore, which is a shame. Very similar to Chitty Bang, don't, yeah. they don't make the same level of music, and I feel yeah. like Time Flies is so good because of Cal's dj his producer the person who makes his music he's really good at putting beats together mm-hmm. so that reminds me of macklemore and ryan lewis yeah they're a great team dynamic duos mm-hmm. jake and joe oh. right that reminds me of jake and joe <laughs> that about wraps up song of the week let's get into what might be our favorite segment ever oh writing yes. prompts it is it definitely is Without speed writing what did i say you said writing, writing prompts. prompts i meant speed writing don't hold it against me. They knew what you were talking about. So this is the segment where we take a writing prompt, 
and we write furiously for 15 minutes and then come back to you and read the stories that we've gotten. I think Jake and I have both done a very good job. We've done this twice so far. Yeah, this will be our third prompt. I think both times our stories have been very good. So Yeah. I'm just I'm gearing up and ready for when one of us fails catastrophically, which will happen eventually. Oh, yeah, it will. So do you want to share the writing prompt? Yes. We're live, Jake. Would you hurry up? <laughs> You're making the audience you. wait. Okay. This is the writing prompt. <clears throat> they know that, Jake. I just told them that you were going to share the writing prompt, Jake. Okay, okay. <laughs> you find a suitcase with a couple of handguns, a half dozen burner phones, some stacks of cash, and a fake passport with your picture in it. By the suitcase is a note that says, you know what to do. You don't. This is going to be fun. There's so oh, many yeah. ways to take it. I like picking ones where we can really go any direction with it. So it'll be cool to see what we come up with. Yeah, I'm actually a little worried about this one. Really? The first one I'm a little worried about. Wow. But as long as you have a good one, we're okay. Oh, that puts a lot of pressure <laughs> on me because now what if I don't have a good one? Don't do that. We'll both have terrible, <laughs> terrible writing prompts. Hey, this, this might be the week. Who knows? Oh, well. Third time's the uncharm. Charm, the uncharm. All right, let's get to it. We'll be back in 15 minutes. For right. you, it'll be instantly. So here we go. You find a suitcase with a couple of handguns and a half dozen burner phones, some stacks of cash, and a fake passport with your phone picture. With your phone picture? <laughs> with your picture in it. By the suitcase is a note that says, you know what to do. You don't. Welcome to the Jake and Joe Show ASMR edition. We get up close and personal. You feel that hand on your back? That's my hand. It's a ghost! <laughs> this is a spooky ghost. I'm a spooky ghost. You wonder why we do a podcast? So you can't see us. We're spooky ghosts. That's me, putting my hand on the back of your head, pulling you in for a kiss. <laughs> oh my word, Joe! <laughs> <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> There's no innuendo. It's exactly what you think. <laughs> Believe me when I tell you that you love to come with me. Shout out Julia Michaels. <laughs> That's what she does. I know. <laughs> and we're, we're back. back. Ooh, written in unison. So, how was your writing experience? In the beginning, I had no idea where I was going to take it. Towards the middle, I got a little panicky. <laughs> but then at the end, I feel like I wrapped it up as well as you can in 15 minutes so uh overall i feel like it was my worst one but still acceptable i cheated a little bit and took like 16 minutes um but i would have ended mid-sentence and i didn't want to do that so my story comes to a very abrupt ending that might not make a ton of sense so i feel like this is going to be the roughest story that could be a cool cliffhanger yeah you know People might want to might ask you, "Hey, you gotta finish that, man." Yeah, and I think my ending could be interpreted that way. Like, I feel like you could want further explanation as to why I ended it the way I did. So we'll see mm-hmm. as we get into it. Do you All remember right. who read their story first last time? It was you. It was me. Okay, yeah. so you're up. All right. Are you ready? I am ready to go. The rain was falling heavily on the alley where I stood. Now, with a mysterious suitcase with questionable materials inside. The plain-looking suitcase was thrown to me from a car as I was walking down Madison Avenue, heading home from a shift at the local Burger King. I've seen these kinds of movies before, and they never end well. Up until I saw my picture on the passport, I thought that they had the wrong guy. Even then, it was the note that hit the hardest. You know what to do. Written on a piece of torn notebook paper with blotchy blue ink. The scariest part was I had no idea what I was to do with all this stuff handguns, cash, a passport, and burner phones. All of this was pointing to either a heavily illegal activity or some next-level CIA stuff that my burger-flipping butt couldn't possibly fit into. Still, that passport had my picture on it, so it couldn't have been a mistake. Before I could let another thought enter my brain, I heard a loud pop and something whizzed right by my head. There's the guy. Flank him. I heard a voice scream. Without thinking, I grabbed both handguns from the suitcase and began rapidly firing them toward my aggressors, all while maneuvering in a very Matrix-esque style. Every shot I took landed, and every one was lethal. 
The battle was over before I could even comprehend what was happening. In less than two minutes, I went from an ordinary fast food worker getting shot at to a badass killing machine, and I didn't even have to think about it. The rush was intense. Like all emotion I had ever felt previously were all lies. This is truly what it was like to be alive. I was meant for this. I was born to kill. All at once, everything came back to me. The abduction. Being ripped away from my family never to see them again. The testing. The torture. Have you seen Deadpool? It was like that. Minus all the sarcastic comedy bits. No wonder my brain had locked out all those memories. They turned me into a monster. Something no longer human. But then, hope. An explosion. I was rescued by a special forces squad. They took me in and fostered my abilities while I recovered from my grievous mental and physical wounds. They taught me to use my thirst for vengeance with my newfound abilities against the very people who created me. That is what I have to do. Both barrels still smoking. I blended in with the shadows of the night onto my first target. My fake life had come to a close. The real me is back, and I have a thirst for blood. It's pretty good. Thanks, man. I think... It's really all over the place. I had short sentences everywhere. I mine. Oh man, mine's littered with that. Yeah. And I'm I'm regretting the. Uh, what's it called when you write in? First, first person or. I'm I'm regretting the style I wrote. I'm I'm oh. regretting that I wrote it in first person. Oh. Um. So yeah, I don't know how mine's gonna be. I felt I feel like your story was good. I don't want to insult you, but it felt a little generic. Well, of course, that's the only thing I could think of <laughs> is that it, okay, it was like blocked out memories. Some right. Sort of it wasn't, it wasn't bad though, by yeah. any means. Um, I think, I think my story was a little influenced by, uh, by our discussion topic. And I think you'll see what I mean when I get into oh, it. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so sub subconsciously, I think that affected it, but I, I do like yours. I, uh, I can see a cool, uh story progressing like continuing from that like yeah what if it, next if it had more than 15 minutes to be thought out i think it had some potential yeah like because <laughs> you've taken out these people that just tried to attack you but now what you right. still have a suitcase full of money passport you know you're, you're still on the street you're just standing there after you dropped 15 people or however many people <laughs> attacked you right <laughs> but yeah it's cool what do you got joe you got into the you got to the uh the action after the briefcase much much faster than i did it yeah I, maybe not maybe i feel like it's longer but i only wrote a page so all right bear with me because i don't i think this is going to be a flop for me <clears throat> i'm worried about this although i've said that for the first two so but i i honestly think this one's a flop all right beep 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 you roll over and slap the alarm perching atop the nightstand next to your bed is it six already? You think to yourself as you rub your eyes and try to force them open. Maybe I should just call out. I really don't feel like going in. You grab your phone, laying next to your alarm clock, and text your boss. Hey, it's me. I woke up feeling pretty ill, so I think I'm going to take the day. You drop the phone and begin to fall back asleep. As you're snuggling down in the blankets, your foot bumps something. What the? You murmur to yourself. When you sit up, you see a suitcase sitting at the end of the bed. An old-looking suitcase. Something that looks like it would have been used in the 30s or 40s. You lean forward and inhale as you do. No musty smell. Actually, no smell at all. You flip the suitcase down and pop it open. A handgun, a few burner phones, 100, no, $200,000. What on earth? You exclaim to yourself. You begin removing everything from the briefcase and find a passport on the bottom. When you flip it open, it has your picture in it. Okay, someone's gotta be messing with me, you think. What is all this stuff and why on earth do I have it? That's when you find a note taped to the back of the passport. You peel it off and read it aloud. You know what to do. Uh, I think you're mistaken, Mysterious Note. I have absolutely no idea what to do. The text on the paper changes. Yes, you do. Ah! You Whoa. scream. That's not possible. What's happening? You close your eyes and begin to rub them vigorously, trying to shake off whatever is making this happen to you. When you reopen your eyes, the room around you is transformed. You're not in your bedroom anymore. In fact, you're not in a room at all. You're on a train. The sound of the train horn blares out around you. That was way louder than it should have been, you think. That's when you realize you're driving the train. You stand up in a panic and peer out the door and see that you're traveling at what seems to be 50 to 60 miles an hour. Closing the suitcase, you grab it and try the door at the back of the train. It's locked. It's barred, in fact, from the inside. How did the door get barred from the inside? Did I bar this? How on earth did I get here, and why am I in this situation? 
Out of curiosity, you check the note again. The text has again changed. You've done something very bad. What? What have I done? In time, you'll figure that out. Okay, so what do I do now? You know what to do. I don't! You do. In that moment, you hear a moan coming from behind a few boxes sitting in the corner of the train car you're in. As you look over the top of the boxes, you're horrified to see what looks like the conductor with a bullet hole through its abdomen. Did... did I do that? Poundy begins on the door to the engine car. Your eyes bolt to the window in the door as a pang of panic shoots down your spine. Is that me? You see another human, dressed in an officer's uniform, but he's you. Your mind begins to reel and you begin to have a panic attack when suddenly you smash your head on the ground. Ow! You exclaim. As you sit up, you're back in your bedroom and look around to realize it was only a dream. Oh, man. I feel like the ending there is really weak. Because obviously I had 15 minutes and the timer had gone off. The, the timer that we had went off when I got to panic shoots down your spine. And I'm like, okay, I got to wrap this up. Yeah. I wanted to keep going. I if, had a good if idea. If you were to continue that, I think you would should take out the dream part. I w- oh, yes, yeah. definitely. I, I had the dream there to wrap it up. Yeah. I didn't know how <laughs> to end it. to do something. <laughs> I had yeah. no other way to end it, so I just went with that and stopped it. That was really cool, what you did having the note change. That reminded me of Harry Potter. Yeah. That was really cool, yeah. I wouldn't have thought of that. I was going to – um, I saw myself taking it like everyone in this universe that he suddenly found himself in. He's been teleported back in time, first of all. I don't think I implied that very well, um, but it was it's an older suitcase from like the 30s or 40s. Okay. So the idea was that he was back in the 30s or 40s. Yep. And um, where I was, where I would have gone with that is that everyone in this world he's been teleported to looks just like him. Oh, and wow. He's got, and all, the paper just keeps telling him, you know what to do. And he's so he's stuck in like the 30s or 40s with everyone looking exactly like him, and he's supposed to know what to do. And it's just that is pretty cool if you could actually <laughs> figure out like reasoning to that. Yeah, that would make for a really cool movie. So awesome! I guess we didn't do as bad as we thought. We always think we're gonna do horrible, and it's, it ends up not being that bad. Well, this was the first time I actually felt badly about it. Usually, I actually have a good idea, and I feel like I'm going to do well. Yeah. This was the only time I did not. <laughs> I don't think it but, ended up horridly. No. It, I mean, again, I think this one was the weakest one for me, but I'm glad that I was able to make it resemble a very loose outline of a short <laughs> story. Uh, yeah, mine was panning out to be a longer story, and then right at the end, last paragraph, it's like, nope, done. <laughs> yeah, I just right? I felt like it didn't do it justice. That, that's why I felt like it was kind of weak but yeah okay that wraps up the show this week guys i hope you have a great day (laughs) we should just end it right there that wraps up the show this week guys and it ends nothing else nothing further (laughs) the end (laughs) oh we hope you enjoyed the writing prompts or the the stories for the writing prompts um if this is a segment that you guys enjoy and you have an idea in mind for a writing prompt that you think we could have fun with shoot it our way definitely and i do have some million dollars butt questions i forgot about last week nice yeah. so we'll get to those soon yeah thanks for um, watching oh th- yeah thanks mind. for never mind go ahead oh no no please watching. let us know please let joe know that he's ridiculous to believe that ghosts do not exist they please don't exist. please send us your scary stories yeah that'd be cool we could do an episode where we read some scary stories i mean like this actually had to happen to you i'm not talking like no sleep where everyone just pretends that it actually happened and it's all creative writing. <laughs> has to be real. Which bugs the heck out of me because you can't critique it because people are like, this actually happened. Like, no, it didn't. That's just a <laughs> that's just a way out yeah, right, of right. bad writing. Anyway, please. Don't go off on that rant right now. <laughs> <laughs> please send us your real scary stories so we can prove to Joe once and for all that ghosts are real. Bye. See you later, guys. Have a good week. <laughs>